Philly, 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 where I am from. You are now tuned into the Philly Culture Podcast, and this is your host, Tadja Morris, the Culture Connector and the founder of Sisters with the Agenda. And we are tuned in with our co-host, Kaima Akbar, the owner of Urban Queens. And we are here to spotlight the creators, the entrepreneurs, the community leaders who have been putting in work across the city of Philadelphia for years now. We are checking in to talk about how growing up in the city of Philadelphia has birthed our hustle. So if you have not subscribed, make sure you go subscribe to all of our channels so you can stay up to date with all of our episodes. Make sure you go back and check out all the episodes and show some love to the city of Philly. All right, guys, we are back live for the Philly Culture Podcast, and we have Milaj here joining us. I'm Tadja Morris, the founder of Sisters with the Agenda, your co-host for the Philly Culture Podcast and the Culture Connection. I'm here with my co-host, Kai Akbar. You guys know me, Urban Queens, owner and creator. And today we have Milaj. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Yes, thank you for being here. I appreciate it. Um, My name is Milaj Robinson. I am the CEO and founder of Youth Create New Beginnings. Um, basically, my organization um, really targets the youth in the um, inner city and just to target them into a positive light and help them get to success is the best way as possible. Awesome. So tell us about your upbringing. What birthed your hustle? Yeah, so I'm from North Philly. Um, okay. I'm from Logan. I'm from Logan. Logan, so <laughs> Logan okay. we really don't play North like that. Oh, okay. <laughs> we, we push the North aside. Boundaries, right? right. Yeah. So, but you know, I'm from Logan. Okay. Um, but I grew up in I grew up in Longcrest and Logan. Um, however, you know, I played basketball growing up and stuff like that. And I always just been like a hard worker. You know, okay. like when it comes to going to the gym, I was going to the gym every single day. Uh, okay. Consistently, like, cause I knew hard work would come with results. Mm-hmm. Um, however, when I got to like 11th grade, I realized like, all right, I don't got no offers. I don't got no college recruits mm-hmm. coming in. So like, I'm like, all right, let's be realistic. Like, what can I fall back on? Right. And, um, I like that part. And right. Yeah. Like I, I had good grades. Not my ninth grade year. My ninth grade year was, was pretty bad. But the end of my 10th grade year and my 11th grade year, I'm like, all right, let me get all A's. I straight got all A's my whole 11th grade year because wow. I knew they looked at, you know, ninth and 10th grade. Right. Um, after, after that, um, during my 11th grade year, I took a class called Civics. Okay. So, Mr. Caven, shout out to him. Um, <laughs> probably one of the coolest teachers ever. He uh, he was just teaching us about the fundamentals of policy and okay. politics and, you know, just civic engagement right. work in general. And nobody in our school knew these, you know, the right, basic right, fundamentals right. Yeah. of... Because I don't know about politics. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, yeah. They rarely teach. Yes, yeah. yes. Like, when it came to being de- uh, detained mm-hmm. or, you know, like, knowing our rights and stuff okay, like that. Like, right. that made me feel like I was ten times smarter because right. I knew my rights. You know what I'm trying to say? So, like, I'm like, all right. Well, so. you know, you know. Right? <laughs> yeah, for real. And um, I was so interested. My mom always used to watch, like, CNN and, like, the news stations and stuff like that. But I was never really interested in that. Um, But I was coming home telling, like, Mom, I just found out what the amendments are. I just found Mm -hmm. out about the fundamental, the Bill of Rights, like, stuff like that. And she was like, I think that can be something that you look into, right? So after that, um, I started actually, like, looking into it. And I'm like, you know what? All right, when I go to college, this is what I'm going to study. So after... 11th grade, I started my nonprofit organization, Youth Create New Beginnings. Mm. So I didn't really know that Youth Create New Beginnings was a civic type of organization. Mm. Okay. I would just wanted to help people. people yeah, right. You know okay. what I'm trying to say? So I was just on a tight yeah. time where though I'm just helping the youth. 
Um, I did a gun, uh, gun violence prevention um, summit, youth, um, youth talk heavy event. Um, that was my first big event. We was doing like, you know, cool drives and right. book bag right, drives and stuff right. like that for the youth. And but let me take it back a little bit before we even get into <laughs> present day. Because, so like what like shifted your mindset to be, you talked about basketball, but like right. who were the people around you growing up, right? Because most people coming out of Logan, coming out of Northland, yeah. we can say that, you know, they want, they go the opposite route, yeah, right? Yeah. And even the ones sometimes that play baseball, and I even like that mindset of being realistic. Right. Some of them will just keep right, trying to ride that train, right, knowing right, that they're right. not seeing no results. So like who was the people in your life that was like really instilling these things in you? I mean, like my basketball coach, um, my trainer, um, Coach Sean, <clears throat> he he was like a big brother figure to me. He wasn't just teaching me basketball; he was teaching me about life in general. Right. He had a wife, he got kids. He took he taught me the principles of what a man right. is. You know what I'm trying to say? And I just took he like them car rides to pick me up and go to the gym. We talk mm-hmm. about life stuff, nice. and the car ride back, we talk about more life stuff. You know right. what I'm trying to say? So like, this is about morals and ethics and stuff like that. But when it comes to the hood. I'm not going to lie, I had, I was trying to find myself in the midst of, you know, transitioning right. into politics, and I mean, right. basketball into, you know, um, my, my, my dream mm-hmm. now. Right. So, uh, I'm not going to lie, I was, you know, selling drugs and stuff like that, and one of my big, my, my big brothers, um, shout out to Lilo, he called me because my mom kicked me out for a little bit, mm. um, he came to my crib, and he was just, we had a whole conversation, like, he was just like, bro, that's not cool. He was just telling me, like, the biggest thing that stood out to me, he said, he said, the people that's on 8th Street right now, it was there five years ago, and they're going to still right, be there right. the next five years. He said, yeah. or maybe they not. Like, some of them not here from five years right, ago. And right. in the next five years, they probably still not. Reality check, yeah, right. so I'm like, dang, that really stuck out to me right. the most. And just looking back at it, it was he was 10 times right. I, I, I see a lot of people, you know. That they lost their life to the street stuff, not even just by gun violence, but right. you know the the system and you know telling and stuff like that. They can never come back around. They can never be the right. same person that they was. So it just it just yeah, or or just trying to be in the life and you're not really about the life. Yeah, that's yeah. a lot of my students that passed away. I worked at Simon Grit, and a lot of them was like the one that was on the outskirt and mm-hmm. really about it, but you we're being a follower. Be it, right. They were the ones that always got killed. Right. It was a, actually a basketball hurt. player. Right. Ross Carter, um, and they, they, uh, who was the guy, um, several people, Rashad, uh, what's the basketball player from Grass? Wallace, Rashid Wallace. Rashid Wallace, Rashid Wallace <laughs> came <laughs> out and spoke and did a memorial for him. They had a whole gun violence thing, mm-hmm. um, just to pay tribute to him, but mm-hmm. it was sad because, you know, hanging with the wrong crowd, wrong people. Right. Um, for you... What high school did you go yeah, to? I, was I went to PET, Philadelphia Electrical and Technology. It's oh, downtown. Um, it? Yeah, it's downtown 15th and Chestnut. Okay. They just moved it. They just got a whole new building. Um, shout out to them, too, because they... they oh, that, that building that was on the corner? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And how did you hear about that? Was you going for a trade, or...? So I always wanted to go to school downtown, so I was applying uh, for everything. <laughs> <laughs> all the school downtown. Like... You, you, said, you was very assertive <laughs> yeah. as, a, as a young person. Yeah. Okay, yep. the yep. Police, what you always said, I knew it was a lot of girls down there every time. Oh <laughs> I wanted to be down, downtown in the mix at the school, but that's the real reason. So yeah. you're 20 years old. Were you in the going to school downtown? Because I know there was a time when they had to shut the stores down because of all of the 
what was they called? The flash mobs and uh, stuff like oh, that. Oh, oh yeah, oh, my yeah. school was my school was the main school that was really doing it. Like to be honest, uh, <laughs> oh wow, it was it was like so. That's where, so it's funny, because all the beef that's going on right now it started from that flash mob and you know mm-hmm. fighting and stuff like that. Like it was all these type of different like groups and stuff like that, different hoods. They was coming downtown to fight. Like that was right. like the main thing. Like, and um. I was I was in it a little teeny bit. I wouldn't say I was like one of the the main headline person, right. but I'm like I'm rocking for my hood. You know right. what I'm trying to say, right. like. But um, but yeah, like why why? Because I'm I'm you know you got different <laughs> generations here, y'all. Right. We trying to get some questions answered. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was a big part yeah. of the Philly culture because right. I think at that time I might have been at Pickett, mm-hmm. but it went from being at like Broad, Broad and Airy, Broad and Logan, mm-hmm. and then the transition to downtown. Right, right. So why do you think that it started, like, could started coming downtown? Because before it would be your turf. I know when I grew up, I know my brother used to go to Camelot, and he had to get on the bus right there at under Logan. Right, right. So Logan would, mm-hmm. you ain't from my hood, mm-hmm. so, right. you know, or vice versa, whatever right. station would be. Yeah. But why was they taking it down? So damn? it was on a type time where it's though, so first, like you said, they had territory. So Delval, Delval, King, all that up there in Uptown, okay. that was, B&O was, they, 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 they meet up shop, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, so like, okay. so yep. it's different hoods that's from down there, Uptown, stuff like that. Um, then, you know, downtown is like the middle, like it's center city. It's, it's, yeah, so right. like, so everybody from all over, like anybody it was, can come there. Everybody, yeah, like, free, it's like, yeah, yeah, like it's like whatever. It's fair, like it's fair, like all right, you, I'm not in nobody territory. This is all. Yeah, you know what I'm trying right. to say? So everybody from all different schools was coming, like. And we used to think it was so fun the whole time. Looking back at it, like yeah. that's where the division came in. At. That's where. All the beef and stuff like that mm. still traveling on to this day from back then. You know what I'm trying to say? And it'll be people that used to be rocking with each other. Like now they're killing each other. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's it's crazy. Like how how that how it really started from there and how we looked at it like it was just fun right. and you know like. Have you came across anybody in your your program that you may have came across in those situations? <laughs> yeah. So yes, yeah, like it's a lot of people that you know. I'm not going to say that's in my program, but um, if I put him on with resources and stuff like that, I look at that as he a part of the family. Right, you know what right. I'm trying to say? But it's definitely a lot of people that came back to me like, yo, bro, like, I'm trying to find a job. Or like, right, yeah. but what you be doing, bro? Like, And they be trying to figure out what I'm doing, but I'll be like, what you want to do? Yeah, you know right, what I'm trying right, to say? And that's okay. where we bridge that gap okay. and be like, all right, you want you want to work in uh, construction? Or I know a construction person that, right, that got yeah. in a union. Let me put you on with a union. Yeah. And then... That we go from there. But like, yeah, it'd be a lot of people that really come back to me and be like, yo, bro, I love what you're doing. Okay. Like, and I'm like, all right, that's cool and all, but what what, what you want to do? Like, right. it's not really about me. For real, for real, I want my spotlight to be putting other people on. You right. know what I'm trying to say? So that's really my, my goal. So real quick, before we transition off of this subject, as, as going into the politician field, how does it make you feel that they stop, like, letting y'all in the stores downtown? Because like, that was a big part. And I know for me as an educator, I was feeling some type of way. Like, mm-hmm. I remember, I think they were trying to take y'all trans passes at one mm-hmm. They yeah, trying to do yeah. everything, yeah. right, yeah. to keep y'all from going down yeah. there. So, like, as a young person, did y'all even think of those type of things? Did that affect y'all at that time? I mean, we knew you were drunk. Like, <laughs> we, we knew that, like, they every time. Right, like, in Larry Place, we going, like, that's that's mm. the main place that they okay. were going at, like, Larry Place, like. 
I got into a little fight in Liberty Place. Um, but by I, J. Crew. But in there by J. Crew. That's what I'm saying. I'm trying to get some Chick Fil A. I'll do. I see somebody that that jumped my homie and he want to jump me now. Like oh, all right, gosh. all right. Like but oh, you just a Chick Fil A. It just like it was just it was just on that type of time. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, we was like, are right, you drawn? Because at the end of the day, we. We was going in there really just to get something to eat, mm-hmm, or right. I'm trying to get some low teas for Burlington. Like, I'm, or you know what I'm trying to say? Like, we wasn't really on it, but we understood. Like at the back of our mind, we understood that, like what we've been doing. Right yeah, yeah, yeah. We understood that a lot of people have been doing a lot of stuff when it comes to like, the, that area. Right. So like they can't, we can't be mad at them because they not trying to let us in, even though we not on it. Like, so we. I thought they were more like down by the. Fashion district, what you said over there about Liberty Place. Oh, so that was all right. So that was before my time. The fashion district. The fashion okay. district before my time. <laughs> I knew about Liberty. like the gallery. Liberty Remember Place? the gallery? Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so. Now, that was way. Yeah, that was, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. They used to be Chestnut Street. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then they had all of the Holland and Yes School and all of those different. Chad. My school, it was funny. My ninth grade year. My, our schools is beefing. Like, mm. just because I went to PET, we had to fight Chad people the first week. Like, mm. it was just on a division type of mindset. Like, yeah. we just was groomed into it. And we was ready for it. Like, all right, we ain't turkey. Like, we gonna we on it. But <laughs> little time, stupid, you know. Well, And that's good that a lot of y'all, well, majority of y'all realized the decisions right. that y'all was making. Because like you said, after a while, it was like, dang, I can't even just move mm-hmm. like you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying when you can't even just move and you gotta always watch your back mm-hmm. and you start to look at the big bigger picture mm-hmm. how, um, how would y'all even remember each other's faces though because like you said back in the day it was more central to like one area so you would know but like if y'all coming from five different schools i'd be lost i'd be beat up it's the, so, <laughs> it was it was know. the it was the um social media Oh, you know, like that's groups. That part. We had, they, we had groups. It was okay, I'm, groups, no, like, I'm sure my age. Okay, <laughs> social NTG, media, right? It was all types of different groups. There. You're not okay. the Finsta era. Say it again. The Finsta. The Fista. The Fista. Uh, I mean, the Fista. No, you're, a little, you're a little older than the Fista. I don't really. I mean, I know people that got fences, but I really don't get into that. Like, I don't really. Yo, y'all, y'all different <laughs> Social media, I'm telling you. Change the game. Change the game. Yeah. I didn't even think about it. See, for us back in our days, it was they wore certain uh jackets. So like we knew like blue diamond jackets was like a certain neighborhood. Okay. You had black diamond jackets. Okay. Then you had like the ones that wore the state prop jacket. They that's how we knew the different neighborhoods. And it'd be like, okay, here they come because they're coming up. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it was. Like, like my generation was like, I don't know, <laughs> really. Wow. And the same thing with the Logan people. I remember the Logan people jumped my brother, and I had to go to school like, y'all jump my brother. <laughs> like, we had to. But it's crazy how, you know, certain things change. But with right. social media, it definitely elevated the problem. Right. Um, for sure. You know. For sure. But that's why I appreciate what you're doing as a young man, 20 years old, deciding right. to make this decision. Right. And even stepping into the politic world. But just to be able to be a voice and a face. And that's how I kind of really started following mm-hmm. your page mm-hmm. um, when we when we were in the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And I we as staff in the school, we had to build a social media page. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I, I saw your page and different kids knew really? about. Yeah. 
you was following me since the pandemic. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I'm, I'm, yes, but not not through my platform now. It was through my dean page. Okay. So I think different students might have told me about you because they're like nice. your age, twenty, mm-hmm. twenty one, twenty two. Mm-hmm. That group, that class of twenty twenty. Yeah. Okay. What? Cause yep. what, what? Yeah. What I was class of twenty twenty. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So real quick, how how did it feel being? A product of class in 2020. Because I know how I felt. Right. How about that? Um, it, it it set me back a lot. I'm in a position that I'm in right now for being a, a product of class in 2020, mm-hmm. right? Because when you think about it, um, we didn't have... Well, our senior year, we didn't have no senior trip. Right. We didn't have prom. We didn't have graduation. Oh, right. I, couldn't, I couldn't go visit Morehouse because that same week that mm-hmm. we that they shut everything down, was the week I was supposed to go travel to go to Morehouse. Mm-hmm. So but y'all didn't have a graduation. We didn't have a graduation. We had a virtual graduation, and um, they was right in the midst of it. That yeah. was June of twenty twenty, right? Yep. Okay, mm-hmm. wow. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I was um, busting down walls. I was like, my kids gonna have graduation. <laughs> you don't do Yeah, I we because this is when this. We saw, I think it went viral down, like you know, in the suburban when they was doing the the drive by, the drive by. So I was like, at the end of the day, you can't allow our kids to see this and not act it's on it. Right. So my school building, we were a one like we were we had different stories. So the twelfth graders classes was on the first floor, mm-hmm. and most of this class had started there in that building in sixth oh, grade. Wow. So I had a committee, and the committee was like, okay, we fight we'll through this. Right. Yeah, like you can't, yeah. you know. And that was hard for That's me to see that, like you seeing the suburban schools right. finding a way, and right, we right. can't find a way for right. our kids. So they actually got to walk through the building. Staff cheered them on. They was able to have a family out there. We had different photo booths and stuff like that. And it was crazy because right before the pandemic shut down, we did a Mm lock-in. Because for me, this was my first year working with 12th graders at that. Mm -hmm. And my mindset was, okay, 12th grade, we need to celebrate all year. We're not going to wait till the end of the school year. And so they were able to get their senior shirts. And we had a lock-in. Dean T. Dean T. Okay. Right. But I, but for kids like you, right. I knew like even once we had a final prom, like certain kids came to our prom. This was like two years mm-hmm. later, mm-hmm. and they came to crash the prom mm-hmm. because that I can't they still imagine. wanted it. They still like I had an option right. not to go in my year, but you go to school for twelve years to wait to for those right. proms. Yeah, I was, what? I was. Oh my god! Because huh? that was that was gonna be the first time I ever wore a suit, and I always wanted to wear a suit. So I'm like, yo, got I, your suit on the jacket. <laughs> yeah, like I always wanted to wear a suit, and that was gonna be the time that I popped up with my suit, and and it happened, you know. But um, but then transitioning into college, you know, my first semester it was virtual, so oh, wow. I didn't, so I didn't get that college. freshman oh, experience. Wow. You get know what I'm trying to say? Gosh. I never got that freshman experience right. i was taking classes online and i was home um a lot of my friends didn't even go to college too so it wasn't the environment i wasn't right. in was wasn't in that learning right conducive to what you needed exactly, to be focused exactly. in on wow right. so it zooms uh that's when Zoom, i had a i had a whole scholarship um mm. interview or whatever and i didn't know how to work zoom mm. so i'm typing up the link instead of <laughs> copying and pasting the link and it, it, it didn't go right you know so i yeah. missed out on a whole full scholarship oh, from that, wow. right and then, uh, 
my freshman year, like I said, my whole freshman year, I did I did terrible. That whole, mm. when it comes to grade wise, I did terrible. Because mentally, yeah, it was a lot. Yeah, it was a lot for yeah. y'all to process. Yeah. And just everything also going on with black people mm-hmm. in general. Right. Like, and that's why it was hard for me as a dean. Because I'm like, dang, these kids is really right. going through a transition mm-hmm. that's going to impact y'all for right, a while. Because right. y'all got snatched away from a certain memory. Mm-hmm. Like, going to college mm-hmm. your first year, right. your freshman right. year. Right. 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 And you was about to go to Morehouse. You had, yeah, how many yeah. accepted <laughs> letters did you have? I had... 40, I had more than 40. Congratulations. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. I thought my Tim was doing something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I applied to every HBCU in the country. I know, that's right. right. I applied to a couple other, like... Was HBCU, sounds like, was your first yeah, choice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew I wanted to go to HBCU. Okay. When I was playing basketball, I definitely wanted to go to, you know, the right. high, big D1 schools, right. Duke, right, right, Miami right. University, right. stuff like that, but... When I went to Lincoln Homecoming because mm. I remember, I, well, I don't know if I said, but all my friends are older. Like, okay. all my friends are older and stuff, and they graduated from HBCUs, okay. and I was going to their HBCUs, going to their homecomings <laughs> okay. and stuff like that. Lincoln was the one you got to go. Yeah, you know, for sure, for sure. And I was, I went there, I said, well, I got to go to the HBCU. Right. I looked at, <laughs> what like. What else can I go? Right, exactly. I'm like, oh, no, this is. And then I went to Rutgers after that because my friend, he played. Um, football for Rutgers, and he actually in the NFL now. Shout out to um, Raheem Blackshear. Um, I went to Rutgers, and we it was cool, but it wasn't an HBCU. You feel right. me? Right. Definitely not. A little more season. Well, I commend you for just still standing tall. Right, absolutely. And, but I think also you get uh, a lot of kids from that generation do want to have a voice. Right. They definitely want to be heard. They definitely want to be seen. They definitely fighting for something. Mm-hmm. So I think that was the beauty that came out of this. Like, yeah, hold right. on. Y'all suppressed us to sign. Right. 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 So we want to step in a position of leadership. Mm-hmm. Um, so our co-hosts, we have a guest that we like to ask um, around the Philly culture. Who, um, now I, I, we normally ask like somebody specifically from Philly, but I'm mm-hmm. curious because you are in politics, mm-hmm. like, is there some, like a main person that inspired you, yeah. activist, com- you know, community leader actually, or something? Actually, me. Me, okay. Meek is that's actually that's, 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 that's my young people. Yeah, that's my inspiration. Oh my god. Okay. Like people don't even understand how much Meek played a huge role in my matriculation into politics. Okay. Like um, that civics class I was talking about. My teacher had a whole. We had a whole week on Meek Mill. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh-oh. Um, we was we was, was going Adam in the history, history right? Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. We was, uh, His teacher is smart. Yeah, no, for real. So he related to us. Right, he, he exactly. us, he that's where we was at. Right, definitely, right. definitely. Mm-hmm. definitely. Go ahead. That's right where we was at. Right. Um, that's when he dropped that that championship album as soon as he right. got out. Mm-hmm. And um, trauma. He we we like analyzed the like all the lyrics, right? So like, mm-hmm. um, when he say um, when you t- when you were talking about you know if it's self hate when talking about the. the the judge right. and how she, you know, mm-hmm. throwing him in jail and stuff like that. He started talking about that. How you know he Meek was Meek was talking that whole album like yeah. that was like an educational album right there. Like <laughs> that's why I like him because <laughs> yeah, you could sure. definitely get some deep lessons from, from that. Right. Um, he do got his songs where it's like uh, I mm-hmm. can't support you. Mm-hmm. Right. 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 Nine times out of ten, they're they're my motivational songs. Yes. 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 Hard. 
Um, so definitely, it's pretty, but it's crazy that when you think about politics, like you giving that different lens right. and the, the lyric breakdown. That's right, something that right. I do in my youth program mm-hmm. is lyric breakdown, mm-hmm. breaking down the lyrics because some of these people be talking some stuff. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, sure. And is it that's the dope teacher that mm-hmm. brings something that's relatable? Yeah, right, yeah, right. yeah. No, for Big real, for real. Like he did. Um, we watched a, a CNN. Um, that CNN. Uh, episode whereas though Meek was on there doing an interview with you know asking like yeah uh why would you carry around a gun I mean why would oh, you yeah, not yeah, carry around that. a gun yeah why would you even carry around a gun in the mm-hmm. first place and like Meek like he carried he like yeah I was just like yo like how like I wouldn't be like that but in my own way mm-hmm. you know what I'm trying to say like a melodge version of being from the city and you know having so, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, like being just, able to Put that out there yes, the yes, way that he is. Yes, definitely. Yes, right. He resonates with y'all. That's what I'm saying. I love it though. I love it. Everything about him. Sometimes me can, is. like you said. <laughs> I mean, but that's, that's a part of it, right? That's a part of that Philly, yeah. Philly's way. We gonna give it to you a few different ways. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm, and, and it's still part of the culture, right? You know? So, like, I think that's like for me, it's like the definition of the Philly culture because mm-hmm. he gonna give you both sides. Right. It's a little frightening. Um, <laughs> gonna give you a little side of. I'm from Logan, mm-hmm. or I'm from North. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, right. I ain't never going to forget where I came from. Right. But right. I, there's definitely an elevation, mm-hmm. you know. And I've been, like, since he's been rocking with Young Bob. Shout out to Young Bob. We are in the Hood Cast mm-hmm. studio, mm-hmm. one of our sponsors. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But since he was in the streets rapping on the videos, I mm-hmm. look, I've been watching right. for a while. And just to see the transition and to be able to come out of there. Right. You know what I'm saying? But still to be an inspiration and a motivation right. for our city. Right. Um, and give back as many ways as possible. Right. And even when he was talking about reform, like a lot of people, mm-hmm. for me... Right felt like it was controversial but I understood what he's saying like I'm not really trying to be the voice but I'm going to speak on something that's affecting me and affecting my people but know that I still am human like you know what I'm saying because that's what I felt like he was saying like I'm still human I'm still going to make mistakes I'm still going to say things because once you get put in a role like that there's a light that shined on you and it's sometimes like oh you can't make a mistake even with me right now like I had to learn that myself like right. like I used to be going to parties and stuff like that even when I was in college people was like Martin Luther King wouldn't do that like <laughs> I say a little stuff like that cause I'm in a party and stuff like that like I'm he taking shots he probably would you know what I'm saying let me be great right like I'm still out here trying to like but yeah I was posting videos of me drinking and stuff mm-hmm. like that and people just be like yeah you can't like, image. And my image right. right and I had to learn it like alright I can still do what I want to do um, but just go about it the right, right way, right. you know. So what you do is how you do it. Yeah, for sure, for so, sure, yeah. for sure. You're young, you still want to have fun mm-hmm. and all that, mm-hmm. but we want you to be a, the next Barack Obama. <laughs> <laughs> for real, for real, nah, for real. She's gonna put you in the president's state. <laughs> yeah. So, so in, in the political world, where do you see yourself taking us? So I definitely want to run for office in the future. Okay. However, I do want my organization to continue to expand. Um, right now we got three chapters: Virginia State, okay. um, Atlanta. Shout out to my Atlanta. Give me uh, some inspiration. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Try to be like you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it took a team to do that, okay. but yeah. Um, and and Philly, like, so we got three different chapters, and I want to just continue to expand it, and um, continue to make an impact. Like, I'm not about to be running for office if my organization is not 
well enough where it though is running by itself. Okay. You know what I'm trying to say? So that's like my end goal for referral, just to have my organization be, you know, well put together and programmed. Um, and continue to help people's lives, and then I'll run for like local election, right. probably state mm-hmm. rep or city council. I don't know yet, but I definitely want to. Uh, I definitely see myself being a congressman in the okay. future. So nice. Um, but I know it's different milestones that I would have to, you know, reach. To so get talk to that. about your organization. What do y'all do? What age do y'all target? Mm-hmm. Um, and what does those facets look like? Yeah. So um, you create new beginnings. Like I said, we we target to really guide the youth in the right direction right so the programs that we have um, so first I will tell you about my our four principles our four principles are leadership guidance civic engagement community service right so we use leadership um, as a tool because all my organization is all youth led um, everybody on the e-board everybody that you know Organize and our professional director is he under twenty five. He got his master in organization and, and management for nonprofits and corporations. Okay. So, um, he, he just turned twenty five. So everything that we do is youth led. We we learn how to you know be a little bit more professional when it comes to organizing and really running stuff like a corporation, like Absolutely. or like a business. You right. know, like because sometimes we we when we think about a small business, we be we we limit ourselves a little bit like all right we, we still small we think small it, business right. but no this is a really big this, this is right. a real business you know what i'm right. saying like yeah. we got to run it like a it, big like, business yeah absolutely. for sure so that's why we we was very intentional how okay. we you know um incorporated in our infrastructure on being youth led right okay. so we can create a new beginning like i like the that's like that creating new beginning part is really like a crucial okay. part of our which our our, our mission statement okay. right like so um the guidance part so we like, again, we have older, you know, older Gen Zers helping, you know, Gen Alphas, right? Mm-hmm. So the younger people that's coming before us. So right now we have a career and college readiness program where okay. though we helping high school seniors and high school juniors um, guide them in the right direction when it comes to what they want to do after graduation, right? Nice. So okay. um, the, the college readiness program, basically what they do is we, we assign them with a mentor, right? So if, say if somebody wanted to go to Howard, for example, and they wanted to be a pre-med student. I'll find somebody that's a Howard pre-med student mm-hmm. to mentor them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm trying to say? So, like, awesome. and that's what that's what we would do. Nice. If we can find a Howard grad, we'll find Something an HBCU. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. You know, right. I love right. it. Yeah. I'm excited. I know yeah. you're coming to uh, Shoemaker <laughs> yeah. for yeah. the series, and you were at, what other school you went to? I went to, so I was at, that was in the, that was the after-school program. Oh, um, my. Um, Boys and Girls track. Um, okay. uh, I thought you had to pick it. I don't think they did third track. Yeah. No. I, oh, I went to Building Twenty One as well. Um, I went oh, to bye. Building Twenty One, and um, I need. That's my mission too. To just keep going to as many high schools as possible yeah. because that's that's where you know a lot of people. That's where we getting our youth from. You know. Um, okay. So. Uh-huh. And when the youth speaks to the youth, is more impactful mm-hmm. than me. Right. right. Like I started when I was eighteen years mm-hmm. old, so I know right. the impact of when you're closer in age. I can see myself. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? And the connections that y'all are giving is mm-hmm. dope and mm-hmm. powerful. Right, right. So I'm super excited for when you come to pick it Thank because you. Thank you. not pick it, shoemaker. <laughs> <laughs> I've been at so many. Where are you at? I'm, I'm at shoemaker. shoemaker okay. Okay. Yeah. Shoemaker okay. is um West Philly. Uh, That's West Philly. West Philly. Yeah. Okay. Um but I I'm trying to get you into pick it and grats as well. I'm please, working please. on it. Yeah, yes. I love that. I love that. Yeah, so yeah. That's yeah. That's what basically right now. That's our, our core um, program that we got right now in the college career readiness program. And we say career too is because we know everybody not 
Right. Want to go to college. College not for everybody. So that's where we got, you know, people that's, um, they got their CDLs or in the cosmetology industry, barbering and stuff like that, that also willing to mentor kids as well. So, like. Um, Our future is bright, y'all. Yeah. Y'all better stop playing. Yeah. Y'all better stop playing with your next generation, okay? Everything is possible. Yeah, listen, that's the whole point of the Philly Culture Podcast is yes. really to put on for the city because mm-hmm. people's minds are so limited. Yeah. And that is crazy because I was reading this book today, and in the book, the sister was saying like how she don't watch the news. Like mm-hmm. she was suggesting mm-hmm. not to watch the news mm-hmm. because everything is repetition, right. and they only going to show you but right. so much. Right. So we got to be the news and the the avenues for people to find. Yeah. You, yes, yes. Um, right. And then highlight you because yes. it's not just you. You right. got a network, a, team, right, a, right, a whole right. corporation right. going on, and you know what I'm saying. Y'all young, yeah. y'all yeah. young. Yes. Y'all have degrees. Amazing. Y'all entrepreneurs, right. and the the city need to know. Mm-hmm. You know, and the youth need mm-hmm. to know that you can come from these neighborhoods. You can come from the situations, the riots, all of that type stuff, but mm-hmm. still give back or do something productive right. in your community, right, right here in your community. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because it was also, like, people always talk about how I'm leaving my city, I'm leaving my city, but who will to take care of your city right. that right. you grew up in? Right. So, you know, that was the whole mission behind the Philly Culture Podcast is the ones who are bringing culture here to the city. Right. Right. Um, right. So... My question was, and I forgot my question. Real quick, I'm sorry, <laughs> but just to add on to that, like I was talking to one of um, one of my big brothers, and he was like, like a mentor in a sense. Like he's like he that asked was my me, question. <laughs> <laughs> he asked me. He said, uh, "Do you like the spotlight?" And I was like, "Yeah." He was like, "Well, that's the problem." He tried to make it seem like mm-hmm. he was telling me that was the problem, but I was telling him like where I come from is not a lot of people that's like me. Like. What's mm-hmm. thorough in, in, in our generation is going to the streets, toting guns, rapping, mm-hmm. and playing ball. That's the only the thing. For that. the spotlight for that. Like, they, it's crazy how this generation mm-hmm. is now. Like, they talking about rankings and stuff like that, or how many people you kill. Like, that's that's how you get ranked. That's how you get the spotlight. Oh, you know God. what I'm trying to say? So, like, I'm like, no, nah, I, I like that because I really, like, I want to be a spotlight where though I can show people that it's possible and it's thorough to be positive yeah, or you know making a right. difference in the community like right. that's what that's the it's not about me liking the spotlight so everybody can just see me because right. i'm handsome no I don't, I don't care about that like i don't really don't care about that i really right. want other people to understand like it's purposeful it's, it's, right. yes Absolutely. yes yes and, um he understood he he got to understand it a little bit from there um but and then yes. he also he had the go ahead, i'm sorry no, I just also like the different mindset of different generations. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm, you know yeah. that you have to do something different for your generation. Right, right. And it's definitely, like, most people are going to go viral for the negative things mm-hmm. versus the positive uh, right, thing. Right, so, right. and for you to be able to stand on 10 toes and be able to have that conversation, right. to be able to shift his mind, right. to understand, <laughs> yeah. and, yeah. Your, and your values that you stand by. Because right. right. you definitely have a level of integrity and mm-hmm. different values that you stand by, which is very important right. yes. in the work that you do. Yes, integrity is a big word um, that I really like. I really highlight and emphasize when I, even giving advice to, you know, my mentors and stuff like that, or mentees, as I should say, because um, that's, people would lose their integrity mm-hmm. for money for, or yeah. clout or anything. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm trying to say? So, like, I'd be, like, as a man, I feel as though that's the biggest thing that you really, Absolutely. not even just as a man, but as, as a human person, being, right, like, right. like, you really should really invest into that and invest in, right. in that, that, that characteristic trait. Absolutely. Who who are some of your mentors um, that have helped you, um, you know, during this time? Because I see you are 
in a lot of different grassroots projects and a lot of different avenues mm-hmm. and spaces. So who are some of like your mentors in the city of Philadelphia? I know you talked about your basketball coach, mm-hmm. but who else has kind of helped you along your way? So um, council member Isaiah Thomas, that's the first okay. uh, politician or elected official, as I should say, um, that really invested into me and, you know, really like took time out of his day to give me some game and give me some gems awesome. and stuff like that and just pour into me in general. So I definitely would say him, um, he definitely like a big mentor to me and uh, just how he articulated himself too, like that's one thing that I really like love about him. Like he really okay. know how to conduct himself, and at the end of the day, he a filial here too. So, so like he, he still got that, he got that balance. Right. You know what I'm trying to say? That's that's why I love too. So um, um, I would say uh, my mentor Wolf, uh, okay. Naeem, yeah, okay. he he definitely nice. is a, a big mentor to me. Not he not even in the the politics game, but his whole, you know, standards yeah, when it comes to, yeah, yeah, like, when it comes to just principles and, right. and how you move as a man right. and stuff like that, right. like, I, I pick his brain when it comes to nice. that, you know what I'm trying to say, like, and, um, I got one more mentor. I can't even, I can't even think of it. <laughs> I would say, I would say, because I, I don't be one of the, so, one thing about this, a lot of people be trying to become my mentors, right? Mm. And, like, I'd be like, <laughs> respectfully, <laughs> I can't. Uh, I'm no, not about to be talking calling right. too many people. Everybody right. my mentor right. now. Like, right. no, nah, like, you my big brother, right? Like, I'll tell him, like, yeah, like, you my big brother, and I appreciate you. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, Anthony Bellman, Anthony Bellman, my big brother. I can call him and ask him about anything. He's a state rep in my in my district. Okay. Okay. So, um, um, John Hinkins, he, he's a, he running for office, but he teach me about all the little micro you know, scopes of politics. Okay. Like, he teach me okay. all the little, like, yeah, this is the... Like, he give me, like, there's so many people that really pour into me that I really like. Um, but, yeah, like, that's one thing I had to learn. Like, everybody can be a mentor. Right. And I love that you have mentors in your field and in right. your lane. Mm-hmm. Um, and that you went and found these people to be able to give you the best of guidance. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. shout out to you. Thank Just you. Shout yeah. out to yeah. you. Thank you. Um, and that's the biggest she code, to be honest. Like, in order to be successful, you got to really target the people or connect with the people that's where you want to be at. Yeah. And then I ask as many questions as possible. Like, I don't... <laughs> as you should. I ask that part. As many questions as, as possible should. just so I can get some insight on what's the cheat code, what's the game. Right. Like, this is really like... Life, I feel as though life is a game in general. Um, Isaiah Thomas said politics not a game because if you <laughs> if you go into politics think you it's a game, you'll get knocked out. Like, mm-hmm. just like that. Like, he's like, boxing, that's not a game. That's a... That's actually something that you gotta have strategy Sport, in, right? Yeah, like, <laughs> like, yeah, you gotta be strategic. Basketball, you can play basketball. You can't play boxing. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, you like politics. That's a boxing that's game. True. Business in general is a boxing game because you, you ain't trained and you go in that you fight, gonna thinking, you gonna get right. You, you gonna knock out. Right. Right. He broke that right down to me. I'm like, all right. I'm I'm sure they trying to hand you the game yeah. though. With somebody twenty coming to you mm-hmm. know into the yeah. office or whatever mm-hmm. and you know they just ready to give it to yeah, you that's yeah. what's up and it's also like i know a lot of people if y'all watch like you know them them tv series and stuff like that when it comes to po- politics and lawyers and stuff like that <laughs> it <laughs> is a whole nother time like, like huh the real ones or reality like the 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 
fiction joints. Oh, okay. okay. But the fiction joints be really like real, like okay, real, like, they like, really like, behind the scenes, they really acting crazy. Huh? Like, yo, I'm trying to tell you there's so many stories that I could tell y'all off I camera that I'm just that. like, yo, like this really how y'all do it. Like, yeah, it's like they cut through, like, and. Some of them, I, it's a lot of good people that really are happy for me that right. I'm, I'm getting into that, and they see that my heart is pure, right. and they want to listen to me. And some people are looking at me like, "Oh, he competition. He trying to do my job." Mm. And, yep. and I gotta identify <laughs> that. Like I identify like who's the ones that yeah. you know, because some people telling me like, "Oh yeah, when you want to run for office, or no, you too young." I'm like, oh, "All right, yeah, I know." But <laughs> it's just like, you know, you got to navigate. Like, like, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I commend you. Um, this just shows me. I just think about how young black men are so smart, so right. talented, and Thank so you. gifted. And that you linked into all of those things and just continue to progress. I can't mm-hmm. wait to continue right. to see you, you. elevate right. and just, you know, again, continue to just be a role model for the city of Philadelphia. Um, continue to stay in that light. Thank you. Because um, as black people, sometimes we, we tend to dim our light yeah, because... Right. Of what people would tell us, yeah. but when you move with the right integrity and you know you're doing it for the right reason, right. you gotta keep keep getting out there in that yeah, light. And, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because there's gonna be people that's watching you, and like I said, it's a lot of people that mindset that feel like we our next generation is lost. Yeah. But you you letting them know True. that it's not. It's a whole team of people mm-hmm. coming behind you. Um, like Young Bob said, it's different when it's one versus when it's sixty. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what you, and that's what you're that's creating deep. new beginnings yeah. uh, for the for the youth and yeah. just yeah. our next generation yeah. and to know that y'all in a position to speak up for us. You mm-hmm. know what I'm mm-hmm. saying. So I appreciate that. Yes, no, yes. I appreciate you guys. No, for real. <laughs> we definitely look forward to seeing you in the future. We're like I don't know when we interview him. Check out the Culture Podcast. Ten years ago. That's what I'm saying. Your podcast will be up there. Yeah, exactly. Like we we going up together. You feel me? I can see the definitely. I can see the potential in it. I definitely see how y'all you know conducting this professional. I love you. it. I love it. Thank no, you. Real. So tell everybody how to find you if anything you know that mm-hmm. you got coming up. Yeah, for sure. Thanks. So like yeah, that. my my Instagram is um, one little mook uh, one l i l m u k and my. Uh, our organization Instagram is YCMB underscore underscore. You also can find us on Twitter, YCMB underscore underscore, Facebook, You've Created New Beginnings. And um, you can look at our link in those in those um, Instagram platforms to find our website. And just to get a little bit of more, you know, background of our organization and how you can join. And um, a lot more other things that we got going on. What's, what's next for you? What's next for me? Um... I have a lot of things next. I'm going to be honest, not just for, you know, the organization, but I got, right now I'm in an internship for um, commercial real estate. So that's more so I'm just really trying to, like, figure out how I can get that equity because mm-hmm. um, politics and, you know, community service work is not it's not really where the money is yeah, like right. that. But, however, I definitely want to figure out how I can create some generational wealth and be, you know, financially stable enough to, you know, pour into the, uh, to the community. So I'm doing that. Um, I'm part of the Philadelphia Youth Commission. I'm the vice, actually the vice chair. I just got elected. I didn't tell nobody. Congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, vice chair of policy. So basically I'm going to be, you know, proposing policies and stuff like that to the mayor and the um, city nice. council members in the city of Philadelphia. Yes. Um, I, I got I got a lot of stuff that's going on. And, uh, 
Just, just stay tuned. Right. Yes. We, 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 right. we, we open the doors. We on doors. your top. Yeah. We're wild. We're Thank you all for tuning in to the Philly Culture Podcast. You can find us on all streaming platforms. And stay tuned as we have some more great guests coming. Have a great night, everybody. Thank you. More morning. <laughs> <laughs>